Welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by JSL Solutions. The Church Solutions Podcast is designed to help equip you and your church in the use of technology and other tools and services. And now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. Welcome again to another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. Hi, my name is Steve Lacey. And my name is Phil Thompson. We come to you every week with this wonderful podcast that we've been doing for about 28 years. And uh, we're glad to have you here with us again. Uh, We're a company that does, uh, when I said 28 years, I was just kidding. Uh, But we've been doing it a long time. And this is like well over 200 episodes. And as we mentioned, I think the last podcast, Steve, we actually were doing this about 10 years ago with video. And so we were ahead of our time even back then. Now everybody has a podcast, right? Uh, my son would hope so. Yeah, everybody <laughs> has a podcast. and uh, uh, But we've been doing it for a while, like we have everything else. So anyhow, enough blowing our horn. Uh, what am I doing here? Oh, we're a company that, that helps churches and ministries use technology, and we do streaming video. That's our main deal, mobile apps and church management stuff and doing it since 2001 and so uh steve is our wonderful founder ceo and wears a crown usually doesn't have it on right now but uh, you can put it on later and uh anyhow we're glad you're here and we have a sense of humor as you haven't figured out by now and we talk about things besides just tech stuff what are we going to talk about today next week we should talk about the article I suggested that we talk about. But today we're going to talk about best pastoral practices with church finances. The best, the very best, nothing but the best pastoral practices when it comes to handling your church finances. That's right. We've got about five points here, I think, to to bring up. Um, um, I, I know that I have some history with bad pastoral practices with church finances. Oh, do you? Have, oh. Um, yeah. I mean, not not with my current church, but the church <laughs> I was with in California. Oh. Yeah. We did some things that uh, probably would have violated uh, some of the rules here. Oh, so, like what? Tell us. Give us the, give us all the, well, all the dirty laundry here. <laughs> part of the, part of the problem that, that, uh, you know, if we're going through some of these pieces, but anyway, the pastor was very, interested and this is not necessarily a bad thing unless it has bad consequences but the pastor was was very interested in who was giving what okay and um then became very influenced by that and made some poor um ungodly decisions raced around based around that i mean you know, yeah. it's just kind of innocent kind of a thing. But, you know, I found out, oh, here's a big giver. I'm going to. And the big giver was not shy about it. You know, they take the pastor to on vacation trips to hot to um, Hawaii and nice. some other things. And so they were not a uh, strong believer and the pastor moved them into uh, positions of prominence and it didn't work out well. <laughs> I've I've seen that happen with a local church here in town. Uh, definitely seen that happen. In fact, I remember uh, the senior pastor saying he had regrets. This is many, many, many years later. Regrets about some things, but uh, yeah, you know, there's differences of opinion on that. Uh, there are some pastors that believe they don't want to know anything about anybody giving. They don't want to know what anybody's giving. Uh, and then there's another viewpoint is that if you are considering somebody for 
leadership positions, you want to at least know that they're supporting the church. You may not need to know the details, and you probably shouldn't know the details, but you should at least know, hey, are they supporting the church financially? Yeah, well, that's uh, very... That's very biblical. Yeah, I think so. I think if, if there's if there's somebody you're considering for a leadership position, the, the money is not the number one thing. But you know, if they're not supporting the church financially, okay, why aren't they? You know, I mean, is there do they have a problem with something or so? That's where I think that's where I would be at on that thing. But anyhow, uh, trying to think of any examples. Uh, I just know from one church I was a part of, we used to have a gal that was, and we can get into this. Well, let's just get into the, the deal. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll give you the examples. So, right, because yeah, we we're just five, rambling on here. Yeah, we got five little points, and we're going to talk about some of these, so it'll come yeah. up, I think. Well, and I think regardless of what size you are, you know, obviously if you're a newer church, a smaller church, this stuff will really hopefully apply. But even if you've been doing this a while and you're a large church, it might not be bad to hear some of these points just to kind of check and recheck, making sure that, you know, you're kind of moving in the right direction here because sometimes you can get comfortable and not realize certain things maybe need to be changed or something. So let's just jump into it. All right. So number one on our list is get wise counsel. Get wise counsel. So this has to do with if you're involved in pastoral ministry uh, and you may not have a business type of a mind, uh, and that's fine. You know, a lot of people are in ministry because they're, they're there to help people. They're not necessarily business people. Uh, it's real important that you surround yourself with some really wise counsel that you can trust, people that, that are trustworthy, uh, that, and they can give you maybe some basic information when it comes to budgeting and financial documents at the church. And again, every church is a little different. Uh, my church, we have a leadership team meeting, and the pastor is involved in that leadership team meeting. And we do go over the financial things. We do go over the budgets, right. and, and it's good for him to at least have a good idea you know, what we're spending, what our budget is, and all that good stuff. Yeah, so there's there's elements that, I mean, if you don't have wise counsel and you go, ah, I just don't care about any of that stuff, right. you can make some really bad decisions about getting into yeah. debt or or not even realizing that right. um, you're on a, a path that's not looking good um, sure. if you don't know, you know, basic assets and liabilities and that sort of thing yep. so yeah so it's just good to have some wise people and again it's people you can trust uh, not necessarily the biggest givers in the church you don't you're not looking at that you know you're looking at just people that are maybe have a good track record financially and and you can talk with them they're trustworthy and you know they can give you some advice so that would be the yeah. first point would you get and some wise counsel? one of the one of the pieces that ties into this as we're going to get to later, but you know, that wise counsel can be in the form of uh, a board or something that you put together as well. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, absolutely. Yeah. All right. But, Moving but, on. We're, we're, we're past number one. We're going to number two. Point number two here is if you're in pastoral ministry, do not handle the money. Uh, and again, uh, this is really not that, that you can't be trusted. Obviously, you, if you're a pastor, you should be able to be trusted. But it just doesn't look good if you're the person handling the finances, uh, you know, that are involved in the finances. That It's just not a healthy thing. It just doesn't look good from the outside, especially newer people. You know, if you're involved in, in the money in some capacity, you know, I mean, we've over the years, I've been in pastoral ministry, and I always had somebody else. If, when I was a senior pastor, I always had somebody else, 
you know, count the money and and make the deposit and, you know, provide all that stuff. Mm. I'm, I have a little part-time gig with the church. It's kind of small. I'm the executive pastor on that. And I do, uh, we do have people that count. In fact, I'll just tell you what we do. We, we actually have at least two people on our leadership team that count the offering. They count yes. it. Meaning at least two that do it every week, not every necessarily. Week. So yeah. they, uh, that's a good policy as well. Yeah. It's just you have an accountability partner when you're going right. through, especially if you're dealing with cash oh, yeah. and counting the money. You, yeah. you want to make sure that, you know, hey, we felt like we got more, got more money in, but not all the money's <laughs> showing up. You know, Where's the, it at? Yeah. Yes, that, um, that bucket um, was full, but. The, now it's not. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. Uh, we have two different people every week. So we have a leadership team that has about eight people on it. And so uh, those people rotate. So they're counting every week. They actually count. They they record stuff on a document. They sign the document. And they do give give the, they put everything in a, we have a little money bag and, and uh, from the bank. And they do give me the money because I will take it. And then I will recount everything. Uh, I make, I literally make copies. I scan documents, scan checks, uh, scan deposit slips. Then I take it down the street or to the bank uh, that I work with. And then I email those documents to people on the leadership team. And then, uh, since we're just going into detail here, we have online giving, you know, so we have PayPal. And so uh, we have people, leadership people that have access to that PayPal account. Uh, they have access to our online banking, so they they see everything. And when we have reports every month to our leadership team, you know, there's a document that I have somebody else prepare that's in leadership. They prepare a, you know, a spreadsheet with all the like, here's what came in, here's the expenses, here's you know, we have everything budgeted on this spreadsheet, right? So if we spend more money than than you know, like if the electric bill is higher than what we've budgeted, we know it. You know, it's like, oh, the electric bill was $100 more this month. Hey, what's going on with that? You know, or if we spend money on some equipment or something, you know, and we've had so much budgeted, but with the spreadsheet, it may be over budget. So, you know, there's this accountability that goes into this. And it sounds really detailed and, and it is detailed, but if you have a system and going on it, it doesn't take very long. It's, it's a system that just rolls along. And then when we actually have meetings, leadership team meetings, and go over the finances, which is part of our deal, it doesn't take very long. The people can see it. Everybody sees the spreadsheet. They can and, ask questions. Yeah. It's, and it it's goes just, along nicely. It's just a healthier environment if it's not. Yeah. Yeah. If you have a system in place that has some checks and balances in yeah. it, as opposed to, oh, the pastor grabs all the checks every Sunday, and he counts them, and he puts them in the bank account. You don't want to do yeah. that. Yeah, you just, <laughs> it's just... just yeah, it's it, not a good system and it's going to lead to problems. It opens up, you know, doors you don't want to put up. Now, I, I like the fact that you have multiple people, you know, at least what we do. And I think I think your church does it as well. Although I do remember many, many years ago when I was on staff at your church over 20 years ago, we had a lot, we had a gal that uh, handled the money. You remember Ani. Yes. And on his sweet, sweet gal, a uh, really wonderful person, uh, she was getting up there in years. And there was a couple times where uh, there was at least a couple times, maybe only twice. But there was one time in particular, somebody came in uh, our church and said, hey, I found these checks. 
like in your dumpster. I don't know how he found it or what the deal was, but there was checks that people had made out to the church and somehow or another they got displaced and they were thrown away. <laughs> and I can't remember, there was a number of them. It wasn't a large amount, but there was a number of these checks that, that were tossed by accident. Mm -hmm. And I don't even know how the guy, I can't remember the details, why the guy was in our dumpster or how, <laughs> maybe it was laying outside the dumpster. I, I don't think he was going through a dumpster. It was something about they were outside blowing in the wind or something. I don't know. But he found them and brought them to us. And, uh, you know, so I guess what I'm saying is mistakes happen. So if you only have one person that's doing this, even if they're trusted and all this, I mean, there's mistakes. Mistakes happen. I mean, I've corrected some mistakes on our spreadsheet when I've had two people count, you know. All right. Exactly. All right. So don't handle the money, huh? So our first point, if that was our, yeah. yes. If you're the senior pastor, I mean, if you're the executive pastor, that's another story because yes. usually executive, you're handling business and stuff. So. Right, right, right. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. These are kind of geared towards senior pastor. So right. Get wise counsel. Yeah. Don't handle the money. Number right. three on our list here is let your leadership team or board handle the finances. Yeah. And I, and I kind of got into that, didn't I? I? I was talking a little bit about our process. Uh, you know, again, every church is a little different. Our process is I I come up with a budget every year, and then I submit it to my my board of directors, and they look at and they're we just know another name for leadership team. They they look at everything and they they give their two cents. You know, they say, well, you know what, we you might want to add a little more money in, in maintenance here. The building needs this and that, you know, and you might want to consider this. So they give me feedback on the budget. We come to an agreement with the budget. And then every month, as I was saying earlier here, again, this is the what we do. Uh, you know, they look at the finances every month. They look at the budget. They look at a spreadsheet. And, and they're the ones that, you know, uh, I'm accountable to. And, right. and they, they're the ones that give us uh, feedback. Yeah, which is just a healthy setup. If I'm right. the senior pastor and I'm handling the finances and I have a big vision, I'm going to make some poor decisions, you know. <laughs> so the, they're going to, oh, we're going to go out and do this. And it's always good to have another group responsible for the finances yeah. and kind of set and check on, well, yeah, that would be great. We, we could do that, but... You know, or maybe we should go do this because we got, you know, some mm -hmm. funds for that. So yeah. it's just setting it up so that you have a separate set of people. And it's typically, I don't know how your board was made up, but we, we a lot of times would have business owners that were part of the board. So they understood mm -hmm. profit and loss and right. uh, how, how much, you know, reserve cash you should have and, and things right. like that. Yeah. Now, these are important things to, you know, again, to, to really consider and look at because, you you know, that's part of, of church life. And people are trusting you. And we'll talk about that in a moment. But people are trusting you uh, when they give. They're, they're investing in your ministry. And so, uh, you know, you need to make sure you, you handle it properly. And look, I understand boards and leadership teams. And sometimes you don't always agree totally on certain things. Uh, you may have somebody on your leadership team that might be, um, what can I say? They, they see things from a different perspective. Yeah. And so you're kind of button heads with them at times, but it's, it's good. It's, this is where communication is important. Yeah, it's good. I mean, there's, we've had some, I know on our board, we, there was, um, one member that was very, felt very strongly about a certain, that, that we needed a certain amount of margin in our yeah. operations. Yeah. And, um, so, 
you know, while not everyone agreed with him and the amount of margin we would we should have, um, it was healthy dialogue to, yeah. um, you know, to discuss and, and consider. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. You know, these things are important. And so good, different perspectives are always important. And hopefully, you know, you're building relationships there on your leadership team. And you, if you're the leader, the senior pastor, you know, you can uh, communicate well and build relationships and, and, and you know, uh, things don't have to get ugly. They can be very positive. So, yeah. So uh, where are we at here? Uh, so we've got that three get wise yeah. counsel, don't handle the money. And then let your leadership team or board handle the finances. And number four yeah. is it's okay to speak about financials. Yeah, I'm talking when I put this on here, I, I'm, I'm looking at, you know, when you're talking to your congregation is what I'm talking about. Uh, right. I, I think it's important, uh, again, for people to understand. I mean, one of the things I've told this story before, but when I came on this, this group I'm with right now was kind of a restart six years ago. And they never talked about money at all, ever. And they were running in the red every month. And I'm like, you know, we can't keep doing this. We're going to run out of money here. Uh, we need to talk about what it takes to, to, to have a church, what it takes to, to, you know, to have staff, what it takes to pay the bills, to, to have a facility. Uh, people, you would be surprised uh, the average probably church attender doesn't have a, I don't want to say doesn't have a clue. It sounds like I'm degrading them, but they don't really have a good understanding of what it costs. To, to, to do church. And uh, I remember, again, back in the old days with your church, uh, I remember this guy, uh, we, we rented this facility off Prince Road that you're very well aware of. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was costing us at the time about 4,500 a month. And uh, I remember one of our members was, uh, he wasn't on the board or anything, but he's a regular member he was shocked that we were paying $4,500 a month for rent. We, we leased the place. It was about 10,000 square feet. And he thought, he thought, well, I, only, I thought you'd only be paying like 400 or 500 a month. Really? Uh, no, no, it's 4,500 a month, not 400 a month. So again, I just highlight that because many times the average person doesn't really know you know, hey, this we have costs, we have expenses, we have insurance, we have utilities, we have, you know, ex uh, expenses to put on a presentation. Uh, most people don't get that. So it's a really important to, to occasionally speak about finances. And I'm not talking about asking for money all the time. I'm just talking about what we do is we have quarterly, we actually have a quarterly business meeting. We have a church-wide business meeting quarterly. Our our bylaws say we need to have, a, have at least one annual business meeting. That's the bylaws. But we do it uh, quarterly and we just do it after church, after things are done. Uh, hey, if you want to hang around for a few minutes, we're going to go over our little business meeting here. We're going to tell you what we're doing financially and what we've got coming up, not just financially, but coming up, you know, other things happening, other events coming on. And so we do a little business meeting, uh, what, three times a year. And again, it's just to bring up the fact that, hey, guys, here's where we're doing financially. Here's what we need. Here's what's coming in. And here's what we got coming in the future. Yeah. I was a part of a church in California that had a a monthly meeting that was okay. you know, during, you know, it was, uh, it was typically on the weekend, a Sunday, but, and it was typically involved the leadership, but others could attend as well. Okay. So, mm -hmm. and that would be, you know, one of the elements of just kind of right. figuring out where we're at, where we're going, that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah. So it, those are, I think, very good things to do. And again, it's off. It's up to you how often you do it, but it, I think you need to do it. So, all right. So all right. let's wrap yeah. this up with the next point. What is this? Point number five? Is that so what this is? Be open and transparent. So this kind of goes along with what we just talked about. Uh, I think it's okay to, to be open about where you're at financially as a church, uh, what the general welfare of the church is. You don't have to go into nitty-gritty details. Right. Uh, but if you're, you know, many churches are are in the red, or at least they have high rent payments and those kind of things. And I think it's okay to to talk about those things and and uh, you know to share where you know, as a senior pastor and maybe as a leadership team, you know, where you guys are at on those things and and just being open and being honest and being transparent. Right. So if there's, you don't want to get in a situation where all you know all of a sudden. <clears throat> one month or, or a few weeks you're like oh we've got we've got locked out of our uh, facility here when you know no one knew what was going on you know <laughs> that uh yeah that reminds me of us <laughs> we won't talk about it here on the podcast but <laughs> i remember that happened not too long ago <laughs> to the church i used to work at but anyhow uh yeah i i mean uh uh you know and things come up look i mean the unexpected expenses come up you know, maybe you've got a your air conditioning system breaks down, and all of a sudden you got a bill for six thousand dollars. Right. You know, I mean, those things come up, and I think it's okay to let people know, hey guys, uh, or whatever else might be popping up, so that people can at least have access. They're they're in the know, and again, whenever you're open and transparent with people, it builds relationship, it builds trust, and you know, if you're just keeping everything hush hush. Uh, even if there's nothing really going on, you just don't want to talk about anything. Uh, you know, it, it it creates potential problems down the road a ways. But if you have a track record of being just open and honest with people about things, it builds trust, it builds relationship. And so when things get tough and everybody goes through tough times, you know, when things get tough, at least people will be like, well, you know, we, we trust this guy. We know this guy or this gal, whoever it might be that's leading the church. Right. And they'll know, and and you just avoid surprises, because yeah. if you you get a surprise, then there's an integrity loss and trust right. loss, and yeah. Yep, those kind of things are just not not healthy things. So anyhow, uh, I, I hope this has been some help. I, I know it's 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 a, a topic that many times we just gloss over as as people involved in church, but I think the finances are important, and I think that hopefully this podcast. Uh, well, at least if you've been doing this a long time, at least you can kind of look at some of these things we talked about and see where you're at on this. And especially if you're a newer church, yeah, it's real important to put some of these things or at least similar things in practice. Exactly. All right. Anything else to add? Um, no, I was just trying to, you know, think back on horror stories from the past and how they may have been avoided. And yeah, <laughs> they, I, I talked about yeah. some of them in, in the beginning. I think if you apply these principles, you're going to be yeah. in good shape. Um, yeah. I think for the most part you will be, you know, I mean uh, it, it's, it's important stuff to, to at least consider and look over. So if you have any thoughts and uh, you being those of you listening and watching this on YouTube or watching this or listening to us on iTunes or at streamingchurch.tv in the archive area. If you have any thoughts, uh, we'd love to hear them. Support at streamingchurch.tv is a good email to use. Support 
at streamingchurch.tv. And if you disagree with some of this, we'd love to get your feedback. Uh, constructive criticism is always good, and you may have a good point. You, you probably won't be right because you're disagreeing with me. But, you know, we'll, we'll listen to you. Uh, I'm, I'm being facetious, of course. But uh, all right. So, so we're done. Good enough. Good enough. Sounds good. All right. Thank you, Jackson. Appreciate your time here. That's Steve's first name is Jackson. People don't know that. Uh, now you do. All right. Well, look, he is Jackson, Stephen Lacey. I am Philip E. Thompson, better known as Phil. And uh, we appreciate your time today listening to the Church Solutions Podcast. Thank you so much for the privilege of your time. We will catch you again next time. Take care. <laughs>